Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we're so happy to welcome you to our car today so we can go on our drive. I always feel, okay, when you do your full name, I'm always like, I just want to say my first name, and I never understood why, and I I figured it out. It's because it's so many more syllables, Michaela Oakland, than Ellie Schnitt. Like, your whole name is my my first name. Ellie Schnitt. That's Three true. syllables. Mm. Michaela. Mm-hmm. So I'm always wanting to be like, I'm Michaela, because it's like the same amount of time. That does make sense. It just came to me. I've been I've been wondering about it all the time. Why do I do that? I've been that? like, why don't I want to say my whole name? You know? Yeah, but no, I there you. it is. Anyways, what's going on? What's going on in Michaela World? Michaela World has been weird, weird vibes this week. Mm. Well, you know what? I mostly blame the denti- the dentist. Mm. And I was so proud of myself. I was really like I was full of it. I was like, wow, I'm going to be so responsible. I'm such a good girl. I'm the best girl. I'm going to the dentist. $2,000 bill. $2,000 bill. Yeah. Dude, I'm so sorry that that happened to you, but I am very proud of you for going to the dentist because one thing that people don't do enough is go to the dentist. Yeah, and I just, well, I went so consistently my whole life up until the pandemic, and then I moved states, and then I moved cities, and then I was kicked off my parents' health insurance, then I had to get new health insurance, so I just, like, never really Mm. was like, ooh, time to go, I mean, I could have, there, like, I'm not saying I couldn't have, there are plenty of times that I could have. Certainly. Um, But I think the reason I wanted to go is I thought that one of my fillings came out, and I can't, here's the thing, I should know for sure Mm. if I've had a filling in there, because there's a filling that I know that I've had for at least 10 years, like in one of my teeth, and I think that it came out, but like, I just, I don't know myself that well to be 100% sure, but I was like, Mm. this is kind of hurting, I think there used to be a filling there, anyways, it's getting a new filling, sorry guys, that's my dental journey, that's everything going on with me, I'm going to a psychic tonight. Oh wow, (laughs) so you're just having a big week. A big week for Michaela Gentis, Psychic, Build a Bear. <laughs> big, the big um, three. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it means to be a girl. Yeah, I agree. I so agree Dentist, with you. Psychic. We were talking about how, well, we were in our group chat and we were chit-chatting about how we've all had weird psychic experiences post a breakup. Yeah, we had the exact same we you did. and I because, and it was in within months of each other. We had our breakups the same year, and we both went to a psychic like within weeks mm-hmm. of the breakup. And the psychic says, "You're not done with your ex. <laughs> you're gonna talk again by the end of the month, and then you're gonna come back into each other's lives and probably get back together," uh, which did, did not, not happen. happen. I, I have, n- I know that you like have a friendship with your ex. I have not spoken to my ex once Play. since we broke up. <laughs> We haven't had a single conversation. As and it so be. not only <laughs> not only was the psychic like wrong, but she also said the opposite of what anyone would need to hear in that situation. Which is like, crazy. I really like was hope I don't know what energy she was picking up from me that was like, oh, I should tell her that they're gonna get back together. Cause like 
no yeah and also like I don't want to like I was fine I was just sad you know um she also told me I had like really negative energy she was like I'm sure people have told you before I was like <gasps> nobody has I actually Wait, that girl on Twitter <laughs> that girl on Twitter remember no. the random girl who's like I whenever I see Ellie Schnitt out in New York I just get the most <laughs> rancid vibes from her Oh, the girl who said I was giving nothing. Um, okay, so there's one person who's ever said I have negative vibes, but I would say I'm a, a disastrously positive person. And it, you are, in fact, like optimistic to a fault. Um, kind of a ray of sunshine has always been the comment that teachers and counselors yeah. and friends and have given me. Um, so I was at that. That was the point where I was like, "You bitch, shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like. It's so fun. I mean, okay, maybe when a girl comes into a psychic fresh out of a breakup mm. and asks for a love reading, they're assuming we want to hear, it's not over, girl. Like, I don't know. Maybe they think that that's what a, like, you but know. I didn't ask for but a it, love reading. That was the thing. Like, I just was, mm. like, feeling zany because I was going through a breakup. I had just spent, like, $200 at a crystal shop, okay? Like, I was not in a good <laughs> state of mind. And I was like, just like, what if you just told me about my future? Like, I just wanted to know. But now that I read tarot, I'm like, a bit, what? like, why would you do that? That Like, there's that was crazy. so many ways that you could just not have said that. And also, like, I do think you should never go to a psychic right after a breakup because maybe your energy is weird and funky because everybody acts yeah. weird and funky after a breakup. Yeah, maybe she could tell, like, the puffiness of your eyelids or something like that. that. Maybe there's crying. something in the... <laughs> yeah, like, maybe something in the eyes. That actually happened to me when I went to um, the psychologist about my insomnia in high school. Mm. It was right after a breakup, and he was like, oh, you have depression. I was like, girl, no. I'm just going through a lot this week. This week? So that's probably... <laughs> I was thinking how funny it was that I was, like... The timeline of breakups for me, like I either am like fine immediately or I'm fine in two weeks or I never get mm -hmm. over it. <laughs> like, When have you when have you never gotten over it? Is there something you're if I'm like if someone like really pisses me off, like I'm not letting go of the grudge, you know, like I'm over oh, it in yeah, the sense no, of totally. like I'm not hung up on the person, but like I'll still get upset okay. if I think about it, you know. No, of course. I, that's what I thought. I thought you meant you never get over it, like the sadness and like no, longing and hurt. No. And I was like, I don't think you're still worked up over anybody. No, I just get angry. Anger for me. Yeah, no, no, that's normal. Like, probably my worst quality is that I, I really hold grudges. Like I, I just hold on to them and I nurture them and, you know, I let them age like a fine wine. And, you know, I really just like... I tend to my grudges. I don't really let them go. I mean, if they go on their own, that's great. But there are certainly mm -hmm. ones that I've been on my shelf for like 10 years. And I'm like, one day I will have a chance at vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> well, a while ago I tweeted um, going through or the female experience is going through a breakup and feeling like you're waking up from a coma and realizing how fucking awful they were. So, I mean, how could you not be over it within a couple of weeks when you have yet to discover how bad that situation was? Oh, yeah, but I do think like, I don't know, breakups are not the time to be like, <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I'll say it like this. You can be so insane during a breakup. That's one of the things I like about right. breakups is that like you kind of get a free pass to do whatever you want for like a month and people are just sort of like, you go, girl, you know, but mm -hmm. don't see a psychic because it's not going to make you feel better and they're expensive. 
Yeah, and you're just not stable enough to take it with a grain of salt. No. You, you're like gl- clutching at straws. You're like, just tell me yeah. anything. <laughs> What's you're gonna like, please happen? guidance. <laughs> tell me my soulmate is coming for me. <laughs> I used to be such a like relationship flip-flopper after breakups. Mm. I don't know if I've talked about this, but when I was in high school, I dated my first boyfriend like 13 months, broke up with him in the library, immediately Mm. changed my Facebook status to single in the library because I had the next one lined lined up. up. Dated him, dated him four years, went on a first date the next day after we broke up. It was like, (laughs) so when I talk about- How much I love being alone. I think it's like deeply embedded in how badly I used to like handle stuff. And now I'm like, oh, oh, I I never gave myself a chance. But I don't know that you were. I don't know. Sometimes when I hear about that, I feel like people are dating it because they it's like this is what you're supposed to do. And I want to just do it like you're doing it as like a conquest sort of. No, it was to like avoid the feelings, I think, or just to like. I didn't know how to be alone because I would talk to whoever I was dating like 24-7. We would like not go 10 minutes without yeah. sending texts back and forth. So it was just like, and we'll actually, we're, we're going to talk, talk about, about this, this a little later. bit more in our main topic. So we can, we can wrap this up. But yeah, there's plenty of possible options. But I don't think, I don't think it was because I thought like having a boyfriend was good. I think I was just scared to be alone. And we'll get into that more because that is our main topic today, it being, is alone. being alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, I ran a mile today. I'm so proud no, of it you. It is actually very impressive. Um, the first time I've ran a mile on purpose, maybe in my life, because mm-hmm. I ran in high school, you know, but like with a gun to my head kind of thing, like the teachers it, were like, you absolutely. have to do it. And I was like, fuck you. Um, and this time I was like, I can, I can do this. I've been working up to it the last couple of weeks and... I finally did it. Also, I like did the math so wrong. Can I tell you something? I can't do math. And I know that you know this about me, but I feel like you don't understand what I mean. Like, I think I have like number dyslexia. Like when numbers get into my head, it just befuddles me. Like I get so confused so easily. And it's not even like hard math. It's like addition and subtraction. It's particularly subtraction I have a really hard time with. Like I don't know. My brain just cannot do it. Like so I was um, doing a program on the treadmill and it was counting down from 30. And I hit, you know, the mile mark. And I was like, I have literally no idea how fast I ran that mile. I had to. I had to triple check it with my dad. So what I told you was was wrong. I did the math wrong. So I did a 14-minute mile. Okay, slay. It's not great, but it's something. And it's better than 18, which is what I thought I did. And I was like, that was crazy. Uh, but no, like, <laughs> it wasn't. I just can't do math. Um, I cannot do math. But you did it. Yeah. I feel like after after you've got a new kidney, you're going to become a fitness girly because you're going to have so much energy out of nowhere. You're going to be like, yeah. what do I do with all this energy? I, really I don't see that happening, but like <laughs> I've always hated exercise, but maybe it is because I've always been in kidney failure. Like that is something I've never like, ex- like you have really thought about. It's like maybe I just hate exercise because my body's like, why are you doing this to me? Yeah, we're already struggling enough. But I do actually. It's kind of funny. Like I enjoy exercising. Mm-hmm. Like every time I exercise, I'm like, hmm, that was fun. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, what? then I don't do it for six months. Like, I like, you know, yeah, I like, like we it. need to get better. We need to get better about forming good habits because habits there have been so times hard. where I've gotten 
back into exercising mm-hmm. and like it just comes so naturally after I've been doing it for a couple of weeks. I'm like, especially ugh, when I lived in an apartment that had mm, a gym in I it, bet. it was so much easier. I would just be like, oh, it's about that time. Walk down to the little gym, do my little thing. I love a little gym. Now it's like, I don't have a little gym. I have my little treadmill. I've got a little treadmill. Habits are so mm. hard. I Did you know that some people, <laughs> people who don't struggle with like time as a concept can just like, okay, they don't have to like, f- <laughs> they don't have to like focus what? on forming a habit. Like they just can do something a couple of times and then they just get in the swing of it and then they're, they're just doing it. And I know that that sounds fake, but I cannot do that. Like even if I do something, Fuck those I know people. I could do something a hundred times, do it, not, not do it once and I'll never do it again. Like I just am really bad at forming habits. I don't know what's wrong with me. It works well for me if I do it consistently for a month. But I won't do it for the rest of my life. Like, even things like brushing my teeth. I literally have to force myself to do it sometimes. Where I'm like, bitch, it's morning. Mm -hmm. Like, what? (laughs) Come on. Come on. It's brush teeth time. Or before bed. Sometimes I'm like, but what if I didn't? And it's like, (laughs) just, but you've been doing this for 27 years. (laughs) Brush your teeth. Yeah, no, that's a good... That's a good example. Mm-hmm. It is harder. I don't know. I just, I don't know if I know anyone like that. I don't know if that's anybody that I've ever befriended. But they, they're among us. Hiding. If you're one of these, <laughs> if you're one of these people, you come forward and admit it and tell us about it. Anyways, they are among us, these habit formers. <laughs> Wait, speaking of a pe- people like this, <laughs> yeah. can we read the Gwyneth, can we oh. read the Gwyneth Paltrow Goop Stay Airbnb? I would love to read that, yeah. Do you want me to read it or do you want to oh read it? Oh my God. I'll read it. Wait. I'll read it. I've got it pulled up yeah. already. You guys, this killed me. And I love Gwen. I love Gwyneth. Gwyneth is so silly to she me. Is so I think silly. she she has an incredible lore and she really like acts the way I think a celebrity should. should. Especially like a Nepo baby celebrity, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like she just lives it. She lives it and breathes mm-hmm. it. And she she doesn't pretend she doesn't. Yeah. And she should. But um so she did this collab with Airbnb, and here is her caption. Loneliness is a human condition, but in the past few years, increased isolation and our lack of community has made our lives even more fragmented. Airbnb had the brilliant idea. <laughs> <laughs> I love SpawnCon. Go on. Airbnb had the brilliant idea of doing something to make the world a little less lonely, which is why I'm inviting you to come stay at my Montecito guest house for a night. While we may begin as strangers, I hope we'll find connections and commonalities over a delicious meal. Lay by the pool, go on one of my favorite hikes, and of course, you'll have a bathroom stocked with my favorite Goop products for a truly luxuriating stay. Book on August 15th at 10 a.m. PST, and the link is in my bio. Hope to host you soon. If we had big podcast money, I would book this for us. and then do an episode about it we don't have that kind of money no one's got that we certainly do not have that kind of money but she that is fascinating that is like the premise of a horror movie like a celebrity does a brand deal and somebody like books their airbnb and then it turns into has she no fear i don't know i think you live a life like that and you're just like whatever Montecito is actually gorgeous. I did go there this weekend because they have a beautiful um, botanical garden I called love Lotus Land. Gardens. I know I'm with my mom. She's she's a huge fan of botanical gardens. Um, but this is so start as strangers, but then share our commonalities by the pool. She's gonna have <laughs> freaks show up. She's freaks. gonna have the biggest. Fr- I'm so excited. Like I want 
it to be a Netflix series. I want it to be <laughs> like, something I can consume. Wait, like really normal people interact with Gwyneth Paltrow could be the biggest hit. <laughs> like she's so she's such an alien to me. Like she has just lived yeah. a life unlike anybody else's life you know like she really and not in like oh wow i'm like so she's just really lived a life you know she's no. been to mars like no like she's just like yeah. literally not a normal human and that's totally fine and she embraces that and that's why i respect her but i would love mm-hmm. to have a conversation and like even like and we're not but like we're pretty down to earth and we're not like normal normal but we're like pretty normal um even right. having us having a conversation with her would be like it's fascinating i think I think she's the kind of person who would just accidentally drop the most insane thing that sounds so normal to her, but any other, like, regular person who's had to live on this earth would be like, wow. Yeah, like, she definitely has, like, people employed to do things that you would never think would be, like, a job. I know someone who was, like, an um, assistant at, Mm. like, an agency, and they had to bring this guy's water brand to his house every morning. Like, bring him, like... (laughs) his own brand like boxes of it to his house each morning that's like how she would start her day with otherwise many other important tasks she just had to bring some water yeah or wasn't there someone employed at trump's mansion or something that was his only job was to replace the toilet rolls that sounds real I would do that job. Because replacing the toilet rolls is hard, actually. I am always just putting it on top. (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) One thing about me, I'm going to put the toilet paper on top. Yeah, I'm not going to replace that roll. Um, Because you have to push this thing in and then you just throw out this thing. It's so hard. And pretty girls like us should not have to do it. But did you know there are people out there where doing that isn't at all hard for them? <laughs> Do you know there's people out there who are listening to this and going, are you fucking stupid? What are you talking about? Like, there are people among us who function mm. easily. Um, I have never functioned easily a day in my life. Everything's a little bit of a struggle. Even things that are good for me. I've had to remind myself so many times that like, taking care of yourself doesn't have to feel good or be fun (laughs) like sometimes you have to take care of yourself and hate it but you're like setting your future self up for success like sometimes I'm like I'm thirsty and I need to get up and refill my water bottle but like it's so hard um but then I just (laughs) you have to do it because you're thirsty and sometimes I won't and I'm like why am I so thirsty it's because I haven't gotten up to get water in two hours like you dumb bitch you know what? I'm one of the people who can easily get up and get water. I drink so much. I can't go. Like, if I don't have a full bottle of yeah. water next to me, I usually have two just in case one gets but low because I always have to have water. I fill my gigantic water bottle up so that I don't yeah. have to get up a lot. So then it feels like a lot of work to refill right. the giant bottle because I'm like, well, it, when it that took time me comes. like two hours to get through this bottle and then I'll have to mm-hmm. get up in another two hours. And it just it's not just about... I actually saw a really interesting TikTok about that, about the way that people process like doing tasks differently, where like if you are given the task, um, go refill your water bottle. It's like to you, it's like or maybe not to you, but like to a person, it might be like, oh, just get up and fill your water bottle. 
and that's the task. Yeah. But my brain breaks it down into, well, you'll have to unscrew the top of the thing and it's kind of hard to do that sometimes and you'll have to pour the Brita filter and then you have to refill it, which means you'll have to put it in the sink and you'll have to like carry it and it's heavy and then you have to like put it in the thing and then you have to put the lid back on and make sure it doesn't spill. Like it becomes all these little things so it doesn't, it's not just one thing and it feels harder to do because it's not just go fill your water bottle, it's 10 hundred different steps that I've made up in my head that I have to do does that make sense you're living you're living in hell inside your brain what the fuck it's, it's just filling you it's it's it does <laughs> dude like it's just that like things have an order and you have to do them in a certain way and like you have to acknowledge that there's an order and it's really fucking exhausting but it's like just the way that my brain works with with everything actually not everything but a, a lot of weird things like filling up the water I'm good on peeing mm-hmm. getting water mm-hmm. I always take a shower every morning, I always brush my teeth, and I always moisturize. Yes. Always moisturize. Yeah. yeah. But the washing the hair is harder. Washing the hair. The washing the I hair. I have to wash my hair. Just getting in the shower and taking a normal shower, I can do that easily. If I have to wash mm-hmm. my hair, I have to really hype myself up to do that because it's a hundred stre- steps and I get really stressed out about it because I'm not just thinking about the fact that I have to wash my hair. I'm thinking about the fact that it's going to be wet after and I have to figure out what to I do with it. I hate having a wet head. And I don't like... I'm not to have a ugh. wet head. And when you have like a shirt on and then your hair is a little wet and then the back of your... Ne- back of your neck gets mm. a little wet like the back of the t-shirt like I would actually rather fucking die like I can't deal with that feeling at all that for me is such a sensory nightmare you know what else and another thing okay <laughs> <laughs> and another thing um okay you know you have to put lotion on while you're wet because then it locks in the moisture mm-hmm. I hate it so much I do it because self-care does not always have to feel good and I know that future me will thank me but putting <laughs> putting okay putting lotion on your like wet legs and then they're like slimy and slippery and like your hair sticks to that you know and like oh I hate it and then you're wet and you're covered in lotion and oil and then you have to put like pants on and it's wet I everything about showering is like kind of a nightmare for me but like I do it I do I do shower in many ways I have already showered today in fact you could be hired as the salesperson to make showering sound like something no one would ever want to do. Because why is it that I love to shower, but you just made me not want to do it ever again? <laughs> well, I like being in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love to be in the shower, especially love. when it's cold outside. Mm-hmm. Love um, to be in the shower. Yeah, anyway, if you guys can relate, let us know. There's a, yeah. just a list of all the things that are really hard for us. Or like, if you have also any sensory icks, I love talking about that and hearing other people's like weird sensory issues. Like... If you hate wearing socks, I want to hear about it. <laughs> anyway, there's a storm coming your way. But there's like not. Literally, I'm looking out the window right now and there's blue sky. Oh, it's fine. And one little cirrus cloud. Uh, like, I'm so unimpressed. And I like really want it to storm. Yeah, I saw a TikTok that said it was going to storm in your area. And I was like, wow, convinced there's going to be a huge major tornado storm. I think that it's really storming like Baltimore. Like it's, it's storming a little south of here. But mm. not here, and I'm pissed about it. I'm I'm literally angry because there's nothing more calming and soothing to me than getting into bed when there's a thunderstorm. I love a thunderstorm. That was the only way I could sleep during my sleep paralysis time. Sorry. <laughs> your sleep paralysis time, your time with the hat man. We've talked about this. I, I don't know if on the podcast, but like there was a couple months <laughs> where I kept getting sleep paralysis, and also my nightmares were terrible, like assault dreams and just like 
really devastatingly bad and then i had sex with satan and that wasn't that bad but it was weird and i've been having crazy zoloft dreams i dreamed i got sexually assaulted by andrew garfield (laughs) stop (laughs) stop It was implied. It didn't happen Why? in the dream. He's such but a... it was sort of people were gossiping He's... about it. It was really upsetting. It was a really, <laughs> really upsetting dream. He's so nice seeming. I, I actually I recently or actually last night had a no, the night before, had a dream about someone that I kinda like have been ghosting for the <laughs> last two months. But like we had a really great dream or a mm, date in my mm-hmm. dream. So oh, I reached back oh, out. Okay. And we're talking again. From the dream. Love to see it. Okay. Was there something? Wait, you got your card stolen? What happened? Oh, my God. I actually don't know if I've ever gotten my card stolen before. And then the other day, I get this little notification that's like, did you just try to spend $70 at Domino's? And I was like, (laughs) oh, they went (laughs) off. (laughs) I was like, first of all, that's an incredible... Like, I would maybe, if I had access to a card, go to, like, the grocery store first, like, try to get some cash back or, like, mm. you know, get something, that, okay. li- but literally just going crazy at Domino's. Wait, $70 at Domino's gets you, like, 20 pizzas. Like, that's, like... <laughs> <laughs> but my card immediately was, like, this does not sound like our girl. And I was, like, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> not so me. I'm getting a pizza. But that was wild. That's, like, I just feel like I'd have bigger dreams. Yeah. But, you know, if someone's stealing cards... It's pretty unoriginal, so they probably did just want <laughs> dominoes. Um, there is no storm coming, but if there was a storm coming, you like to storm prep. Is there anything that we the people should have ready in our homes in case of storms? Oh, my God. Yes. OK, I'm so happy. To, we're going to do like really quick, really quick yes. because we don't have bullet a lot of time. Points, bullet points. There's the one main thing that I would like to share with you is on Amazon. It's for like twenty five dollars. There's this flashlight phone charger slash radio that can be solar charged it can be crank charged and it can be plugged in charged so if you've got something coming like imagine you have a blackout for 24 hours right you want light you want to be able to charge your phone Mm. it would be so stressful if you didn't have access to the world so that's number one that's what you got to get number two if you have an area with earthquakes maybe Mm. even a tornado you don't want like a big picture frame above your head Mm. or like something that could fall and hit your head you also want to have shoes underneath your bed because the biggest injury is from people the glass like hurting (gasps) people's feet like cutting up people's feet when they try to get out of bed i would never thought Um, of that I know, I know, I know. And then I would also say, you know, just like some extra food that lasts long and water that lasts long because, you know, we're not trying to plan for doomsday, the apocalypse, but we are trying to plan for, you know, like what happened in Texas when it was super, super cold for a while. I have, oh my God, I have like this like boxes of heated blankets and like he- like the ones the silver that ones? are for hand warmers oh. like they're hand warmers but then they have sizes like hot hands but then they have blanket sized ones <laughs> Whoa. so i have those two <laughs> i like want that though just like to have <laughs> i just want to be cozy yeah yeah and there's also this really cute little uh keychain tool that will break your window and mm. then cut your seat belt in case of like a car accident or like an uber potentially stealing you so right. that's also that was safety under $10. tips with Michaela. <laughs> yeah and you know what i've got more to share if we want to come back later let me know you guys i can give you <laughs> i think you have to have one friend in your life who's like prepared for disasters you know 
Yeah, yeah. When, oh my God, my friend um, Brandy had like flooding in her house. She was texting me. Because <laughs> like, you know what to do. You're good in a crisis. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thank you. Okay, so should we? I don't know, Michaela. I feel like I feel like taking the long way today. I feel like we should take a little a little scenic route and appreciate our surroundings for a second. There are some stories about my mom's life that I truly never get tired of hearing. From hilarious to heartfelt, tear-jerking to plot-twisting, her retelling of events always brings me joy. Just in time for Mother's Day, I found the perfect gift that captures all her stories for my family forever. It's called StoryWorth. StoryWorth helps you preserve precious memories and stories from your mother for years to come. Here's how it works. Each week, StoryWorth emails your loved one a thought-provoking question that you get to help pick. Like, how do you want to be remembered? Or, what was it like when you first learned how to ride a bike? StoryWorth makes the writing process a breeze. All your loved one needs to do is respond to that email with the story. Long or short, it doesn't matter. You'll be emailed a copy of your loved one's response as they're submitted over the course of the year. You'll get to enjoy their retelling of the stories you already knew, or be surprised by stories you've never heard before. After a year of fun, StoryWorth compiles your loved one's stories and photos into a beautiful keepsake hardcover book that you'll be able to share and revisit for generations to come. I lost three of my four grandparents by the time I was six years old, so knowing that my future children and grandchildren would be able to get to know my parents on a personal level means everything to me. Families love StoryWorth. That's why it has more than 25,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot, with millions of stories preserved since they were founded over 10 years ago. Give all the moms in your life a unique, heartfelt gift you'll all cherish for years. StoryWorth. Right now, save $10 on your first purchase when you go to storyworth.com slash Ellie. That's storyworth.com slash Ellie to save $10 on your first purchase. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where... There's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LND. 
You guys, it's been a while since we did a scenic route. We're really bringing back, we're, we're challenging ourselves, okay? You know, there's our easy little, um, like the roadside attraction, generally pretty easy to find mm-hmm. and we love them. I think you guys love them, but we really challenged ourselves with the rear view mirror last week and mm-hmm. it went really great. Yeah. So we're really like going back, going back. But there's this uh, poem by Mary Oliver that it's pretty classic. I feel like most People have probably heard it. Probably. Or at least you've heard parts of it or like you've seen the quote of it somewhere, like, you know, embroidered Mm -hmm. on a pillow, perhaps. But it very much goes with our topic last week, I think. It fits and it's just a nice little ribbon to tie on it. Do you want to read it or should I? Yeah, I can read it if you want me to read it. Okay. I love to read a poem. Okay, love, love, love. TBQH. This is called... (laughs) Sorry. The way I was about to go. This is called Goes With Our Topic Last Week. Wild Geese. (laughs) I was like, damn, Mary Oliver, what are you talking about? Okay. This is called Wild Geese by Mary Oliver. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination, calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things. Oh my god, you have such a good poetry reading voice. Thank you. I learned how to read poetry in high school and you just read the punctuation. If there's no punctuation, you do not stop. If there's punctuation, you stop. <laughs> was it like a class? Um, I was like... Or just like a part of a class? It was just part of like a public speaking class kind of thing. Slay! Anyway, yeah, that's beautiful. Poem. Yeah, I love this poem. I have definitely heard the soft animal of your body, you know, and the yeah. you do not have to walk on your knees. But I do think that this like really connects to what we were talking about last week that like you don't have to like punish yourself forever, you know? Yeah, it's a big, beautiful world, and you're just like one of the creatures figuring yeah. it out, and everything is moving, and you're moving. And like and we we're... all have pain, and we all have experienced despair mm-hmm. but like that's not what the point of life is the point of life is moving on and finding the beauty in in it you know harsh and exciting also you know when she says whoever you are no matter how lonely it just reminds me of how i always say where whoever you are wherever you are wherever you're doing hope it's a good yeah, one yeah i hope it's a good one <laughs> she made me cry a little bit <laughs> honestly it really has the vibe of like what we tried to do with our podcast it does like find finding like the beauty and like the the joy in life even though it's it can be hard sometimes and I literally mm. think that that's like the meaning of life is just to, like be happy yeah. and find your happiness and find that contentedness and like the silence and like the beauty you know mm-hmm. and also just realizing that bad things happen to everybody Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes we can get caught up in being like well no one has ever experienced anything as bad as I have and like what I'm going through is like so unique and so and you know obviously your pain is unique to you Mm -hmm. but I think sometimes thinking that way can just make it worse like it can make it hurt more and it makes it harder to get over it and get past it and like breathe through it like 
we all have different struggles and we have yeah. all have different levels of, of privilege. We all have different things that we need to work through, but we do share the common struggle of like just being people. And that's mm-hmm. a, a burden enough. Like to be human like <laughs> is is hard. Like it really is. And I think if we all had a little bit more empathy about the fact mm-hmm. that like no one's having a great time all the time, like <laughs> We're all, I mean, life is in the up and ups and downs. Like you're never going to get to a point where you're like, and now I'm good forever. Like that right. just doesn't happen, you know, like good doesn't last forever and neither does bad. But like you have to find what calls to you and what makes you feel mm-hmm. joyful even on days where you're like, today fucking sucks. You can get a little more bouncy. You can get a little more elastic. You can get a little bit better mm. at bouncing back, I think. And that's oh, yeah. that's a good place to put your energy. Um, oh, we also had a really good DM from somebody before our main topic um, about another thing that we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. She said, I would like to provide an alternative to saying that every past relationship has treated you like a princess. Right, because that would be a lie for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like do we want to lie do we want to start um, a relationship sometimes. on a bed of lies <laughs> she said i told my newish boyfriend about a lot of the bad things other guys did to me because it affects who i am today and something i felt he needed to be aware of mm. but he also knew i had been single for a while and i made sure to tell him about how my friends and family would spoil me mm. the things they would do for me how guys always bought me drinks at the bar the dates my guy and girlfriends would take me on and basically set it up like that's my past but this is my present and these are the relationships that I allow and nurture in my life so that he knows both what I struggle with and why but also what my expectations are going forward has worked for me so far I think this is so smart what a smart smart. queen I'm so glad I knew that our listeners were so big-brained but wow yeah yeah that was what a wonderful message and I'm so proud of you I actually yeah really am proud of you that's such a beautiful sentiment that like, yeah, the shit was fucked up in the past, but we don't allow that anymore. And there's no day right. that's too late to decide I don't allow that now, you know? Yeah. And I also just think like who could be a grown adult and to have never been treated badly in a relationship? Like that's crazy to, I mean, I, I'm i sure yeah. they exist, but, but you like, know. Be like, realistic. We've all, <laughs> even in a small way, we've been treated badly. Well, it is funny. You get treated badly by people in your life, you know? It just happens. And it does, I don't know, we all have some scars. I guess it's good that you should explain that to people. But at the same time, you want to make sure it's like, but I'm a bad bitch. But now people are great. Oh my God, my friend got a boyfriend and I was supposed to meet him. The first day I met him, I brought my friend flowers. And I was like, yep, this is how she's treated. I brought her flowers. You should too. So... (laughs) Sometimes the vibe is weird. So I feel like sometimes when you're like t- only talking to someone over Zoom, like the timing is weird or something where like you can't well, always sometimes tell. We'll be, sometimes we'll be telling a story also and then like we are trying to figure out who our friend is talking about, but we don't want to say the name. Mm-hmm. And then and then we just get convoluted. We just get a little bit. So we, we did just have get to a little just bit. cut probably like 20 minutes. Like... <laughs> Yeah, because I thought that Ellie was talking about like someone completely different than she was talking about, and we just had a whole conversation based on that. So now we're trying, we're gonna real, we're, we're like realigning, we're realigning. <laughs> Let's take a deep breath, okay? Like, like in for and three you walk seconds through the door. Okay, it's the morning of first day. I have not gotten my period, and I had it like three times last month, and I'm like, oh, 
You had it three times last month? Remember, I had it like every other week last month. Um, Like all of July, I like just kept having it. And now I haven't had it since the last one. And it's been over a month. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I wonder what it would look like for you to not have like any kind of physical ailment for like two months like two months I don't think it'll happen I just think Ellie has ailments and that just like is what it is like (laughs) well I'm very excited to talk about our um our main topic today it's something very near and dear to my heart and it was sent in by a lovely listener via our dms and may i just say if you go to instagram late night drive pod and you have anything you'd like us to talk about Mm -hmm. or any feedback you know we've mentioned a couple of people this episode who've given us great words of wisdom Mm -hmm. okay so she wrote to us Mm -hmm. hi michaela and ellie (laughs) i'm one month into a breakup slash break situation out of nowhere from a four-year relationship and just wanted to say this week's episode was so great and it was comforting to hear that I'm not the only one suffering this month. LOL. Um, I would love to hear any tips you both have on how to be comfortable with silence and alone time and being alone slash doing things alone in general. Thanks and can't wait for the next week's episode. Okay, first of all, thank you for your kind words. We love kind words. <laughs> I like this game a lot and I actually think that you probably have a more um, well-rounded like approach to this because I've never had a problem being alone. Like I've always really enjoyed my own company. Like I've never mm-hmm. had the moment of like, I mean, I guess I had to overcome a little bit of that. Like, I'm not texting any boys right now. Like, there's something wrong with me. I'm so bored. I need to find one. I need to be, like, doing something. But, like, I've always liked my own company. So I don't know that I have any, like, tips Mm -hmm. on how to, like, create that in yourself. I feel like I've had both extremes. Mm -hmm. And you're generally, like, in the middle. Like, you're kind of... You don't go long, long spaces of time not talking to anybody at all with romantic connections. (laughs) But I'll go, I'll but go. But you also... I'm not a person yeah. who's always dating somebody or always talking to somebody. Like, I can be single exactly. and it doesn't really bother me. Yeah, like we were talking about earlier, I used to be a flip-flopper. <laughs> I used to really be like, oh no, like my ship sank. Where's another ship? Let me get on that ship quick. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I was on that ship. Okay. And sometimes I was on a couple ships. Like, ooh, I'm on <laughs> my <laughs> ships. <laughs> oh, I wish I could be on several ships. It's really hard for me. <laughs> It, it is for me sober, but it wasn't when I was drunk fair, all the time. Literally fair. <laughs> College was a different time. But even then, I was like, everyone's gonna know. <laughs> I think it just like feels bad. Like it's very hard. I, whenever you watch like a dating show, it's so easy for like a oh. man to make a new connection. And then you see the girl just be like comfortable with a connection with the man they already made and not want to like move yeah. on. Even if the next choice seems better. Men don't struggle with that. They're like, ooh, that seems better. I'm hopping, you know? <laughs> Which is terrifying, by the way, if you tend to date men. It's like, what if when what happens when I am no longer shiny? <laughs> no longer shiny? Yeah. Oh, that's a, such a sad thing to say. That's like such a casual, devastating drop. <laughs> well, I will always see my own shine, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's true. And I will also, I'll remind you. But yeah, um, so there was like a transitional period for me, I think, when I when I broke up with my last real relationship. Um, I feel like every time I've dated someone, it's always been like pretty long term and they've always mm-hmm. been my best friend and like I talk to them all the time and like that's how I spend the majority of my day. And then I think with this breakup, so much time opened up for me 
to make like really amazing friends and like start doing things that I just never had any time for mm-hmm. like something about being in a relationship just feels like it's what all of your extra okay. time and space goes into. I do also think dating that man was a full-time job. Like, <laughs> appeasing him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I also just think breakups in general are, like, a very transformative time of, like, rediscovering, like, how much how much time there is in a day to, like, do stuff when you're not mommy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, you're so right. <laughs> but, all right, I don't... Yeah. No, you're so no, right. No, I literally... Well, yeah, me personally, I literally found a note in my um, phone in the notes app that was, like, a bucket... Or not a bucket list. It was tiered list of, like, help him sign up to vote. Oh, my and God. Get hi- help him get his flight tickets because <laughs> I... He needed to do those things and he wasn't going to remember or really Ugh. do it by himself. Also, that man like would not like he had like no concept of time also. So I feel like he took up a lot of your time because he just like was bad at time. Like he wouldn't take a mm. weekend away with you because it was just too much time. That's, yeah, like, that was crazy. Not any time. Sorry. Yeah, that was. I, I could. Sorry. I could really talk shit about this man forever. That is not the point of this. <laughs> yeah, but oh my God, I love being alone now to the point where like I am avoidant right like when I start talking to somebody and I'm like oh my god they might start taking up all of my time they might try to like hang out all the time and see me all the time and that's so stressful and I don't want that but that is also not I mean you don't want to be like too codependent with people right I feel like a good relationship is finding the balance between still having your own amount of space that feels good for you but then also like being obsessed with each other a little bit (laughs) totally I also think like especially early in the early phases oh yeah you you probably should want that. <laughs> I like think a good ex. Okay, so I did date somebody. Y'all may remember him as Shrimp Cocktail Man, um, who told me that he just did not know how to be alone. I still mm-hmm. think that that's bullshit and really stupid. But he did tell me like with a gun to his head, he would not sit in a hotel room by himself. Like if he had to like be alone for an hour, like he would freak out. Like alone and not texting anybody. Like alone and not like talking to somebody like he couldn't do it oh that's crazy and I was like you're an insane person that's crazy that's like my dream like I want to stay in a hotel by myself all the time that's like literally my dream come true um and I remember like feeling like there is something fundamentally so wrong if you cannot spend an hour in your own company because like what are you afraid of like within your own thoughts like what is it that Mm -hmm. you don't want to talk to within yourself yeah I just think like there are a couple things that I've really done um to, to enjoy being alone if you like really need to force yourself like um it's like conditioning it's like I would urge mm-hmm. you to like purposely book on your calendar like a Friday night that is just your night like one mm-hmm. night that is your night that you can really not feel FOMO or feel guilty that you're like not doing something or seeing your friends really allow yourself to relax and see how it feels and I think it might feel mm-hmm. uncomfortable at first to be like I'm just taking care of me right now. Like I'm putting myself first and Mm -hmm. it feels weird to like not do anything. Should I feel embarrassed that I'm not doing anything? Like, but eventually you come to really appreciate what that alone time can do to recharge you. Um, But it is Mm -hmm. a little bit at a time, you know, one Friday night a month start there. Well, I mean, this person saying she has to be alone and needs to like get comfortable with that. I think that that's like a general tip for like, yeah, learning yeah. how to be with yourself. I also think journaling can be really helpful. Um, mm-hmm. If because sometimes like don't have a prompt and just start writing and see what 
your brain is telling you is interesting. What you were saying earlier, I was just thinking like, I used to have such bad FOMO and I don't know when that stopped. <laughs> like, I don't have that at all now. Yeah. I've like, there's not a single situation where I'm like, oh my God, my friends went out. I really regret that I didn't go. Like, I just don't like, I'm like, I'll see them next week if I want to see them next week. Why would it matter that much if I went today? Yeah, I think it takes people different amounts of time to get rid of that FOMO. But I think for me, it was the realization that like, why would I go to like, do something that is supposed to be fun if it's not fun for me? Why would I go like, occasionally you can appease people and do things that are like out of your comfort zone. But like, Mm -hmm. why am I like, pushing myself when I'm really tired I don't feel good I probably won't be like a good friend to have there I won't be fun yeah like why would I go like I'll see them again you know (laughs) yeah I think I also just now am more secure in my friendships where I'm like oh if I miss this like I'm not going to miss out on an important bonding experience and now everyone's going to be closer together without me and they're going to leave me behind in the dust and by the way like Like, that's (laughs) a very like high school college thing like that's a very like young young person thing too because like uh, realistically speaking you're not going to like miss out on like the new inside joke that everyone's going to do for you know like realistically Mm -hmm. speaking it's just like a Saturday night you know it's just another night that you might miss something but then they'll be like oh we saw this really funny show and you should watch it versus like in high school college where it really was like you could truly like miss everything just by missing one night I mean not really but that's how it felt you know it would be like oh my god you missed an epic well actually in the end it really wasn't that big of a deal it just felt like it felt like a really yeah and it did and it did I mean I think breaking up is a harder after alone time than just Mm -hmm. like having alone time because it's the polar opposite and you really have to face it you really have to face your feelings you don't have distractions going on and I do think that's a good way to deal with a breakup is like actually facing it and feeling it that's how you get over it quicker and like we were talking about earlier with habits like you're having to break a habit of Mm. every day being with this person it might be a 100 day habit it could be like multiple year habit (sighs) that's really hard like that's just your body has trouble with that no matter what but yeah like you were talking about earlier you really do have to get comfortable being alone with yourself Mm -hmm. like I have conversations with me I'm like (laughs) okay (laughs) there's an out loud I'm like okay girl there's an uncomfortable feeling let's identify what that uncomfortable feeling is yeah and then I take that and then I go three layers deep with it so I'm like okay I feel anxious and then I'm like okay girl what's making you feel anxious maybe my friend said something that makes me think they're mad at me (laughs) and then I'm like okay but but why is that a fear that we have? Let's talk about that. And yeah. like, what's the worst case scenario? And, you know, we have those conversations. And then I'm like, okay, Bestie, I'm so glad we did this. I love my time with you. That is such a great technique. It's, um, fuck, there's something my therapist, it's like a, um, fuck. It's it's not situation, action, outcome. But there is some kind of chart you're supposed to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm having a I feeling. I heard it from a therapist also. Yeah, it's like I'm having a feeling. Okay, what's under the feeling? Why do I feel this way? What are the beliefs that I, I'm thinking mm-hmm. that are so true? And like, how do I challenge those things that I think are true? Because like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, it's a delusion in some ways that I can like read the mind of my friend and say, I know she's mad when she hasn't said that she's mad, you know? Mm-hmm. And I also think when you, res- when you communicate with yourself like that, you get better at communicating with your friends like that, you know, and yeah. your loved ones, because it is important to know, like, I'm feeling a certain way okay, this is why I'm feeling this kind of way. Let's talk about it. And then and then it's not a problem anymore. Instead of letting it like sit on your heart and be like, am I wrong? Am I overthinking this? Did I do something wrong? Did I hurt somebody? Am I fucked up? Am I mean? Am I bad? Whatever. Like you just get it out and then it's mm-hmm. done. And you can do the same thing with yourself. You get it out and then it's not in your head anymore. 
yeah, facing stuff in general, like really. And I feel like that's a turning point around age 20, 21, where you're like, okay, there's a lot I've been avoiding. I'm going to start facing it and talking about it to everybody. (laughs) I also think like in terms of being alone after a relationship, like just because you're not dating, it doesn't mean like you have to sit alone in silence you know like you have your friends Mm -hmm. and your family and your pets or you know you're like you have things and like you kind of have to like like sometimes it's it's hard to to go cold turkey and it's easier to do like I've used to talk to this person every single minute of every single day and they used to well do you remember when I was going through Mm -hmm. my breakup with my ex that he would call me every night to say good night and it was mm-hmm. really hard for me, like, that transition of having no one to say goodnight to. It sounds mm-hmm. so fucking pathetic now, but, like, you know what I mean? And you would call me, and we would say mm-hmm. goodnight. And that was helpful. I remember that. You know, I didn't have to suffer I'm... with that in silence alone. I had a friend who would say goodnight to me. And then I got... I forgot I about that. That's really nice. I remember I was at Julia's house, and I was like, oh, it's eight. Ellie's about to go to bed. I have to go to the other room and call her. I got to call her for her bedtime call. <laughs> and honestly, it did. And, like, you have loved ones in your life who will help you through this transition because we've all... Mm-hmm. We've all had had to have the transition of figuring out how to be alone after not being alone uh and i i think yeah. it's just so more than fine to like lean on them and also you know that you if you want to text that person you can always send whatever you were going to text him to a friend or to me because i'll tell you not to text him <laughs> yeah i mean it's gonna be hard like it's ju- it's not an easy turnaround an easy fix if one existed breakups wouldn't be so <laughs> painful but they're so important but- and there's so much out there like there really is and I I mean usually for me it takes about a month to be like oh my god thank god I did that that was awful but I'm free I also do have to say like yeah there is so much out there and like dating is not obviously like love is very important but like you don't need to Mm -hmm. center dating in your life in the sense like it's possible to recenter it and have it be icing instead of cake. Like have it just be something that Aww. you do because it feels nice and not like I need to do this. Otherwise, I'm not a person that's like functioning in society. You know, like my mm-hmm. life is so much more than who I'm dating and and how often I'm dating. Like the things that mm-hmm. I'm really proud of in my life, like are not my romantic achievements. And there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with that being your cake if that's like you found your person and you're so happy and you've like made this foundation but like it's also okay to like not center it for a while and just say like mm-hmm. if I find someone that's great but right now I'm finding me and mm-hmm. you know like that's also a beautiful thing yeah and go back to like our hobbies episodes probably we've discussed a lot of fun little things you can do <laughs> honestly reframe it in your mind breakup period so much fun they you're gonna really find are. Like it is like I come out of the three months after breakup, a transformed woman. Like I'm doing so much more fun stuff. I look better. Like my skin mm-hmm. is better. I force myself I remember, to see more friends. Like I, it's yeah. a really good period to like really let yourself be a caterpillar and get into that chrysalis and become a butterfly. I remember like the week of my breakup thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have no reason to get my nails done anymore. I'm not going to have any reason to like get out of bed and put Ugh. my contacts in. Like I didn't really leave the house that much except to see Matt and the, this person that I was dating. So like, what am I going to do? And then like a few weeks later, I was doing all the same, like I was getting my nails done and I was leaving the house. It yeah, was just, like, I think it's a good reminder that like life goes on. Like it does. Mm-hmm. Like your world might stop for a second because you're going through a breakup and then it just goes on. I also have said in the past, a really good thing to do is like um 
try and like till new soil, you know, like really do start a new life in a sense. Like don't, you know, change yeah. everything about yourself. But even buying yourself a new shirt that he has never seen, it makes you mm-hmm. feel like something fresh is happening and he'll never like he's not a part of this. I have no memories with him. Yeah with this thing and this friendship that I've created or this memory that I'm having with a friend that's all mine Mm -hmm. and that's all new and it's a beautiful thing and I think you just need to focus on taking one step at a time one foot in front of the other and knowing that like look we all die alone you know like we all are the person that's with ourselves till the very end from the very beginning to the very end you're the person that's with Mm -hmm. you so like you know you're single but you always have you and you have to nurture that relationship because if no one's got me, I got me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. Thanks. I think, I think that that, I think that that's. I agree. Probably I, good. I do love that's, my alone time. I just think it's so special. I love to be alone. I mean, I do love actually now having a roommate because. I do too. I think it was getting to be a little bit <laughs> a little much. much. Like I would go, I would literally go weeks without seeing anybody. I think I went like over a month sometime without seeing it's another human being when I lived alone. It's a bit much. And then like. Not even, I mean, I texted Ellie, obviously, and like Julia, <laughs> but like I didn't have any romance. I'd really have been alone and it's actually fine, but, but I mean, but it's better that's now. not for everyone. Everyone's so different. Everyone's like, <sighs> that's another thing about having a podcast is like, we're all going to be very different with levels of alone that we need or want or mm-hmm. thrive with. Like I do need a good balance of alone time. Otherwise I'll be a bitch. Sometimes I hear too many sounds at once and I'm a bitch, you know, like I need to like yeah. sit in my room sometimes and that's a-, a beautiful thing. But I like to kind of make an event of being alone, like really like make mm-hmm. it special for myself, like make myself like have a little night. Like I get really excited to like light my little <laughs> candle and light my lights in my room that are like soft and glowy and read my book and like do a face mask and have a cup of tea. Like I really like to make it nice <laughs> for myself because it's like, ooh, it's a treat to be alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. It's going to be hard. And But you're still moving forward, even when it feels like you're so stuck and you're so sad yeah. and everything is awful and you haven't moved and left your bed in 10 days. Even not leaving your bed for 10 days is moving forward mm. from, a, from a grief like that. Yeah. So and, you we're know, proud of you. In many ways, ooh, yeah, life goes on even after the thrill of living is gone. <laughs> <laughs> he was so right when he said that should we do the tarot card yeah but i also do have a song this week that i just wanted to talk about because i did get a dm or maybe it was on twitch somebody was like you haven't done a song of the week in so long please mm. do it and i'm like okay i have songs i've got songs i got songs so the song of the week this week is um the history of man by Maisie peters and it's just one of those songs that is so important to me because I love biblical references. I love mythological references. And I love when you use biblical and mythological references to just talk about the plight of womanhood. It just, it's a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song and it really makes me, okay. And it's also very Swiftian in the way that like she tells a story and then she turns it back inward. She's saying like, she does this, she says that, he does this, he does that. And then she says, mm-hmm. I do this, you do that. And like, it's like, oh, it was about her the time also Mm. there's this line in the bridge that's men start wars yet troy hates helen and that just every time i hear it i go fuck that's so good and 
Samson blames Delilah, but given half a chance, I would have made him weaker too. Cool. <laughs> Slay. I too. That's beautiful. I know. It's a really, I love your song of the week. It's a very beautiful song. And I hope you give actually the whole album, The Good Witch by uh, Maisie Peters is really good, especially or You Lost the Breakup. May I also say mm-hmm. um, Julia Hava has a new song she called sure Unfading, mm-hmm. as well as Chrissy Shapeka has a new song called Brat, as well as Almond Milk Honey mm-hmm. has a new song called Playlist. Yeah. And <laughs> the quick little shout out there. Go check those out. Beautiful songs. Beautiful songs. <laughs> beautiful songs from our beautiful friends. all right what is our tarot card this week uh what's the vibe that we need to be on the lookout for oh and quick correction it's venus in retrograde yes it is not mercury i did say this in the discord but i would like to issue the correction now publicly i was wrong it's not mercury Mm. retrograde it's venus retrograde and that's why everybody's breaking up right that makes so much sense right it's like a it's like a love retrograde. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Not a love retrograde. <laughs> Your love is moving Sorry. backwards in time. Anyways, our our uh, card of the week is actually the Queen of Cups reversed. I love queen cards. It's giving divine feminine energy. Um I don't know what this one specifically means, but like I usually like to think of like the Queen of Cups, any Queen cards is like it's representing me because I am a female, but it can also <laughs> represent you and the feminine parts of your energy um, mm. it, or even the like more softer, gentler aspects of your life or the more nurturing um, or regenerative parts of your life because in many ways, mm-hmm. feminine energy is very like regenerative and restorative. Um, but anyway, the Queen of Cups yeah okay so it is unfortunately yeah okay so here's what we are gonna have to do this week we're gonna have to reject the like easy desire to like be bitter about something or be closed off with something you're gonna there's gonna be something that's gonna make you want to like shut yourself in close yourself off and you have to reject that you cannot let yourself do that try to be open try to like keep your heart open and glowing because it's really easy to like let yourself be bitter and be like pissed off or be like well I'm just not even gonna try with that like but you gotta like keep your heart open and keep a gentleness about you um and believe in the fact that like it's so much better to be soft when when you can be mm-hmm. that's beautiful so when you said oh is it technically a negative card i mean any card can be they're all neutral you know like it's just like a watch out it, be careful because it's like facing away from me it usually is like mm-hmm. an outward thing um but yeah i mean technically it's cold insensitive bitter but that's like since mm-hmm. it's not a specific reading about a specific person, it's not saying you are this way. Um, saying don't be since watch I out asked, for that. Yeah, I asked for like, what do we need to know this week? It's like there might be a situation where this this could happen to you and like mm. you should look out for that. Amazing. Good to know. Oh, yeah. That's a beautiful reading. <laughs> I'm very good at my job. <laughs> I think so. I would pay you. Oh, God. <laughs> well, if you want to hear more tarot card readings, um, you are, of course, welcome to uh, follow and watch me on twitch.tv slash Schnitt. I do tarot readings for channel points, and they're pretty easy to get. So if you ever want to do that, you can come hang out with us Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8 p.m. And shout out to our birthday pigs, to our five birthday pigs, <laughs> Maya, Katie, Flower, Pig, Nathan, and Isla. Yeah. Woo. We love you guys so, so, so much. Hey, hey besties. Hey, besties. 
And our Patreon has like 12 bonus episodes now, mm-hmm. two more new ones coming this month, a bunch of advice columns mm-hmm. where honestly, if you want, if you want to know for sure that we're going to answer a question specifically that you've asked, the advice column tier, we always answer every single question of anyone on that tier we who do. asks us something. Mm-hmm. So you can check that out and live streams and whatnot at patreon.com slash late night drive pod yeah and we love you guys i hope you have a great week i hope you're staying cool and staying dry if you're in the eye of the storms um yeah and i love you guys so 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 much as always have a good day have a good night wherever you are whatever you're doing hope it's a great one and we will catch you on the next one thank you for coming late night drive we we hope you enjoyed this Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. <laughs> Visit BetterHelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash L-N-D.